This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour, and football is their game. If you come to Stamper Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport. Hello and welcome to the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow and Jonathan Kidd, who you can hear there, Dan Silver and Clayton Beerman from the Chelsea Fan Show. A wonderful result last night. Well, pretty expected, really. So, but five uh, 0 It's not bad, Jonathan. Not, yeah, but you know, come on, they should be winning like that every time, shouldn't they? Every really? time against anyone. Against anyone. Yeah. 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 Especially Man City. Yeah, especially Man City. <laughs> yeah, that would be eleven goals we'd have to score. Them, wouldn't we really? I'm getting all crackly. What's happening? Yeah, I'm crackly as well. Oh, we're crackly all falling well. apart. Help! Help. Yeah, we've, we've got, we've got the old crackle away. in our headphones, but I think we're sounding okay. So Are we? we'll, we'll, we? we'll plough on nonetheless. Like wading oh. through a bowl of Rice Krispies. Bowl of snap, crackle, and pop. Other, what? Ce- Other cereals are available, obviously. <laughs> Other cereals are available. All. <laughs> have you? Oh, pop. I played. Pop. Che- Checkers. Good. Well, there were checkers go. Plays pop. Well, there were crackles plenty for Chelsea last night, and one person who was particularly incendiary was Olivier Giroud. A very impressive hat trick. I know he's not been the most popular figure for Chelsea fans because of a lack of goals, but what was the perception of his performance? I felt the pass that he provided for Hudson Odoi was completely immaculate. I don't know what, but I thought that was just phenomenal, Um, as well as his. I mean, it was terrible. I think they were, how can I put it, dispirited, dispirited Pupsy. side. Because yeah, yeah, Pupsy. I think we scored after four minutes. And yeah, completely yeah, killed any yeah, any hope. Absolutely, absolutely. That was it. But I think to be fair to them, I think we we uh, we destroyed their confidence by um, playing so well against them in the first place, which we did do. But you know, it, it worries me that the uh, the standard is uh, so poor. I'm happy that we're playing Sparta Prague actually because I don't think they're. Quite 
characters up. Got yeah, I got, we'll talk about them later because I actually spoke. I actually watched some of the oh, against Seville the extra time because oh, it, yeah. it was you know being having sort of seen off the end of the Arsenal game and yeah, the wife yeah. still being out. I just obviously yeah, turned. I'll have an orgy of football. <laughs> yeah. I'll have more yeah. football. So I watched that. I thought, I yeah. I mean. They had a big crowd. That was their big thing, wasn't it? They were in a big stadium. Was it sixty-five thousand yeah. plus stadium? And they thought hostile atmosphere. We'll show them, and they went one nil down. And then they knew that the game was over because there was no way they were going to score five. And I just I thought we played all right. I know that you can own. Yeah, they were they were really poor. I mean, were they as poor as as, as Barté, or were they as well, poor as Well, I don't know, Powell but I was, I, was saying, I was saying this to Dan before the game, that, you know, the one thing I will say about last night is that we played, a, a, I can't remember, the Greek side and then Barté, and they were all just as awful, yeah, yeah, but yeah. we didn't actually put them away, and, and Vidi, I mean, Vidi tried harder, didn't they, and we, yeah. th- that, that's the only game we've drawn, true. drawn. Drew, 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 that's the only game we drew. Giroud. Yeah, Giroud. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think we played really well last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but it's, it's all got to be put in context. Put in perspective, absolutely, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, what will happen tomorrow? I don't know, because we're not playing yeah. till Sunday. Sorry, I'm here all week. I'm such a traditionalist. Yeah. I keep thinking it's going to somehow so be I. Saturday at three o'clock. <laughs> what a fool. In terms I have my rattle with me and a little bobble hat. <laughs> Come and play our blues. Bit of bovril to go with it. Yeah, bit of bovril. That would yeah. do the trick. You can have that with your Rice Krispies. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, other hot meat great. drinks <laughs> are available, yeah. but I don't know what they are. Yeah. 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 Are, are there any, no. actually? I suppose if you put a spoon of Marmite... It's not the same. In, it's not the same. No, it's far too salty. Is it? I yeah. suppose beef stock would be, or lamb stock or something, would be the yeah. next line. Uh, in Tottenham laughing stock. Yeah. Very Whoa. good, very good. I can hear the phone ringing already. I'd like it to ring. We'd like it to ring. We would yeah. like yeah, it yeah. to ring. 0208 70 20 558. Come is on. the number. If you're a Tottenham uh, fan and you're uh, outraged, outrage. get in touch. If you're a Chelsea fan, no, and you're can delighted. I just say, if you're a Tottenham fan and you're listening to this Why? on a Friday get night, a yeah. yeah, go get out. <laughs> yeah. Go out and have a bottle or another. Just don't bottle going out. Don't bottle going out. In terms of last night's performance, no bottling whatsoever from Chelsea. I was impressed once again by Hudson and Doy. I know Second that. Second half. Well, oh, don't you start. All, all all the, the third goal. <laughs> Jonathan, what the assist for the third goal? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. It was good. It was that good. He's good. Half. He's a good player. He's, he's not the greatest no, player what, we've ever you're, had. You're quite right not to go over the top, but yeah. you're also not right in dampening like our. Manager, who basically said exactly that. Yeah, he was all right in the second half, but he needs to keep his feet on the ground. No, you need to big him up. Well, he's a great talent. You need to do both, don't you? You need to big him I up know, and give him confidence but while he keeping needs to him grounded. That to him, perhaps he knows that he's off. But perhaps yeah, he spoke to him and said, "I'm not staying around here." Perhaps he's no, saying, he "I'm will. afraid, you know, I'd, I'd like the two million that uh, well uh, that um, Bayern Munich are going to offer I'd, me." I don't. Jordan know. Sanchez having his. Lug him and getting tickled by his tummy every week he plays. We should do the same. Both come out the same um, under 18s World Cup. So, you, your suggestion is that we should just be praising embrace, everything Hudson and Doyle does? No, when he deserves praise, yeah. and last night he deserved praise. I don't think there was anything he did last night that was. was that it was, was a miserable. Was yeah, damnable. There wasn't yeah. anything that he lost the ball. I saw him lose the ball once. Oh well, that's it. So you should yeah, have taken him off. Get him off. Just whipped him off. No, I, ju- I mean he was. Uh, I I was slightly frustrated by that. He frustrates me just looking at him. But 
that, they're saying that Hazard is just he's as good as Hazard. Yeah, that's not no, true. that's rubbish. But, but it's, a, it's a question of potential, isn't it? I mean, when Hazard first broke through at Lille as yeah. a teenager, he wasn't as good as Hazard is now because nobody is when they're 18, yeah. 19. If you look Alan at Hudson, Hudson <laughs> okay, but if we look at Hudson Adoy, he's still this raw talent. Mm. Okay, it was Dinamo. Interesting, he's called Hudson, isn't he? Hudson Adoy, and it's Alan Hudson, isn't it? Alan Hudson Adoy. Alan Hudson Adoy. There is a certain yeah, ring to it. Ring, yeah. Should he be featuring more? in the Premier League I yeah. know that this was Europa League I know that the pressure was perhaps off but actually at the moment every chance that Hudson and Doyle gets he does seem to take yeah, but who do you play him instead of where do you you know if you've got Higuain there and you've got William there and you've got Pedro there and he only doesn't play William he plays Pedro because Pedro is on the form of his life apparently. yeah and can I just ask you a question yes ask me so Dan can chip in yeah. as well. Yeah, because Dan's not saying much. Chip in, Dan. Oh, wait for, William, oh, wait for me to... Yeah. Me to William, charge. William, yeah. Wait for me to shut up. William yes. and Pedro yes. are yeah. just so annoyingly inconsistent. I agree. Okay. William was wonderful last night. Uh, let me finish. I'm just pointing that out sorry, to, the, this, to the listener. This, I've gone full Brexit here. Let me finish. Okay. <laughs> um, Second opinion. Both Pedro and both William over the recent months have started to play very well. Gosh, I wonder why that is. Because there's somebody who's actually pushing them for their place. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. William will be good one day, bad the next. You know, he could be this in a game. I mean, he actually beat the first man from a corner on um, last night. Really surprised. Yeah, that is something absolutely bizarre. But yeah. also, why can't any of them do it? Well, Hazard can't hit. Well, that's why Hazard hits the first man. You know, it's not just us. And everybody. You watch the Premier League. That's true. Every match of the day or any live game. Nobody beats him. That's why William puts one finger in the air when he takes a corner. Cause he's he's just to let everyone know yeah. it's not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. He's testing the win. No, no, no <laughs> say he won't beat the first man. Yeah. So, I think if we get to a point where we're not going to get top four and we're going to put our eggs in the Europa League basket, then he's got to have game time because there's no better time there's no pressure on in the Premier League to give him game time. Because, you know, Ruben could have had a lot more game time in the last, you know, three, four years, loans aside, but he wasn't given any time. Is there not an argument to play... Uh, Ruben uh, Loftus-Cheek Hudson-Odoi whatever happens which I know I'm saying this not as a Chelsea fan and I'm getting looks no, of incredulity he, 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 from no, Jonathan but he's not, he's not happy with his defensive qualities he keeps okay. saying this every time he was very good defensively last night but they don't elaborate on defensive qualities what does he need to do if you've got you know well, I suppose if you've got Hazard in the team as well who isn't one of the great defenders and yet Pedro is playing out of yeah. his skin defending. Perhaps he just thinks it's imbalancing the side. But how, do you, how do you improve your defensive qualities? Real-time matches. Well, the whole thing, the whole thing yeah. about how does he improve, how does he become yeah. the player that we all want him to become is by playing him. Well, as Johnny Holland said, yeah. play him four games in a row. Yeah. Well, if he does, he does. But I'm just saying he's not unlikely to do it because yeah. Pedro is his favourite and he brings William on because William won't start. He'll bring William on later on. That's what he does because he's got Higuain and Hazard and one other. Yeah. So where's the... Who starts? It's a nice problem to have, isn't it? Well, not really if you want hudson Adoy to start. Well, based on Thursday, he's going to be on the bench at best on Sunday. Yeah. 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 Because he played the full 90 yeah. minutes. I keep wanting to say Saturday. Sunday. I'm such a tradition. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's lots more to touch on. And coming up, we'll be getting a second opinion from none other than Liam Twomey, Chelsea oh, correspondent. God, don't say that. It's Toomey. Liam oh, Toomey. I do apologise. Johnny. Chelsea Johnny, correspondent. Stand in the corner. For ESPN. <laughs> this is Love Sport. Love Sport.
You are listening to the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow and Jonathan Kidd, Dan Silver and Clayton Beerman from the Chelsea Fancast. And I'm delighted to say that we're joined on the line by Liam Toomey, who is the Chelsea correspondent for ESPN. Good evening, Liam. Thanks ever so much for joining us. What was your take on the performance last night? Uh, it was pretty pretty easy, wasn't it? Um, I th- Chelsea got the early goal. They didn't get um, Stamford Bridge against Kiev. And Kiev are a really, really young team. Uh, I looked looked up before the first leg and they had six players aged 23 or under. Um, and, and, and they just wilted. As soon as, as, soon as Giroud scored early, um, they knew the tie. I mean, the tie was pretty much over anyway, but they knew it was completely over and things just escalated from there. And Chelsea had a very easy evening. I think it was, it, it was all positives, including some of the academy boys getting some minutes and, and doing very well. Hi Liam, it's Clayton. I uh, hope you're well. Um, I'm Hi, just Clayton. having my normal argument with uh, Jonathan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, I was a little bit peeved that um, post-game on the telly, anyway, uh, our manager was um, asked about Hudson Odoi, and he was, yeah, he was, uh, he improved in the second half, and. Uh, he did well, but he has to keep his feet on the ground. And I just thought uh, that's another inspirational speech from the manager. Uh, did he say anything in the presser afterwards? Presumably, he was asked about him. Um, I think well, he was—he he didn't really say anything more than that. I don't think uh, he's been—he's been striking a very consistent tone with Hudson Odoi, which is very much expectation management. Um, but I, I think I've always got the sense from Sarri. I mean, I, I've been the one to ask him about. Callum a couple of times in recent weeks and I think he steadily got more frustrated with being asked questions about with, him. With you, um, specifically? <laughs> um, not n- not specifically, although people... It does happen, JK. <laughs> <laughs> I find. Um, but, it's because uh, your no, questions are he... so pertinent, that's why, Liam. Yeah, you, you, want, you, get, you get straight in there, that's why, and they can't cope. Well, Sa- Sarri seems to have interpreted the, the questioning about Hudson-Odoi as media putting pressure putting pressure on Hudson Odoi to play and play well. Um whereas really the pressure is on Sarri to play him. Um and and he's he's not really doing that as often as he probably should be. They won't as often as the situation demands. Now I'm not going to deny that the the situation is not of Sarri's making really and in terms of Hudson Odoi wanting to leave and not refusing to sign a new contract. And it's certainly you know, not something that's entirely his fault. He's he's got to Sarri's priority has to be to finish in the top four, but the situation as it is is that Hudson Adoy has no intention of signing a new contract and Bayern Munich will be back for him in the summer. So it, it's a it's an unusual, unprecedented even situation for a for a top English club to find itself in and Sarri can moan all he likes about uh, p- people putting too much pressure on Hudson Odoi and, and saying that he has to be patient, but the reality is he only has to be as patient as his options, and he's got some very good options at the moment. Liam Hudson Odoi isn't the only exceptional young British talent who Sarri has at his disposal. Ethan Ampadu is obviously another, and he didn't even feature in the squad last night. Lots of people, not least Owen Hargreaves, have subsequently called for the manager to perhaps put a bit more faith in the Welshman. Do you think that he missed an opportunity to give another talented youngster some much-needed minutes? 
Yeah, I think he did. I think um, Sarri can be a little bit too risk-averse for his own good at times. I mean, he's, he's got the reputation of being a really attack-minded manager, but I think he is quite conventionally Italian in some aspects. And, and he loves the Bolognese. He, he, <laughs> his, his, his caution with regards to youth, I think, is, is certainly part of that. And it, it wouldn't have cost much to put Ampadu on the bench. Um, you know, you can question the decision to start a guy like David Zappacosta in the first place because I don't think Zappacosta has um, much of a, a future. significant future at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah exactly, JK. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. You know, as it turns out, Zappacosta gets injured during the game. You have to bring on Azpilicueta, who I'm sure Sarri would much rather have, have just left on the bench for 90 minutes with Everton coming up on Sunday. So I, I don't think it, it would have been um, much of a risk at all. Sarri had already seen from the first leg that, that Kiev weren't up to much. And, and certainly once they got the away goal, I don't think there was ever really huge risk of Chelsea losing that tie. It makes you worry whether so he was, he was scared of the team imploding, actually. Uh, um, yeah, maybe. Have, it's, maybe he, it's more he has a much, of his own players. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's, that, that's a good point. But I think there's also a big aspect to this, which is that Sarri doesn't have a position for Ampadu um, at the moment. He's trying to figure out where where he fits in this system. And I think it's a it's something Conte played with last year as well. Ampadu played in midfield in defence. Um he's not the he's not the tallest, neither was was John Terry of course, so that wouldn't necessarily stop him being a good centre back, but he's played at right back. Um he's he's done well at holding midfield or even uh, as one of the more box to box midfielders. Now Sarri doesn't see him as equipped to play at the base of midfield and, and to play those passes. He gave him about 50 minutes uh, in a cup game about a month ago and then and then gave up on that idea and hasn't gone back to it. And I, I, I don't think he he knows where to fit him in at the moment, Is quite frankly. Do you, do you think he's just, uh, just so rigid on his thoughts about players? I mean, the thing that frustrates me about him this is the manager, not Ampadu, is the fact that when he was asked at the beginning of the uh, season about transfers, he says, I'm not interested in transfers. I like to work with what I've got. Now, for me, his attitude to Ampadu is a complete contradiction because he's not working with him. Because, you know, every time you see Ampadu play... He looks wonderful. He look, he's, he's so far ahead of his years he's in, got in a terms of maturity. Of steel bite about yeah, him as uh, well. on the pitch. Um, I keep going back to Danny Drinkwater because nobody else does. But, you know, the fact is the guy's a coach and he says, well, he can't play in my system. Well, coach him to play in your system. Th- th- this is the thing that really frustrates me with the manager. Perhaps there's something deeper going on there, though, about Drinkwater. He's just opened a restaurant in Manchester. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe, maybe he's taken over. Yeah, maybe he's, he's doing too much cooking at Cobham. Yeah, exactly. In all seriousness, you know, and and sort of just abandoning Cahill. Yeah. You know, it, it, with drink water, it's, it's, it's Winston Bogard gone, well, it's, it's, gone it's, mad, it's, isn't it? Well, it's, yeah, no, it, I mean... Well, he's on a hundred thousand a week, and Bohada, whatever his name was, was on forty forty thousand a week. So this is. Mm. Even I, ju- I just find it astonishing that you can just bin a player who you know, two two years ago, three years ago, was winning the league. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. You know, and playing with a player who is in your side. I, you know. Yeah, is I mean, I, I have heard this about Sarri that he becomes he he becomes uh, sort of fixated on the players that he relies relies upon. He did the same thing at Napoli, and it can feel. 
it can make the ones on the outside feel as though they are completely on the outside um, and com- completely out of his plans. And I think he's he slowly made maybe a little bit more progress on that front at Chelsea just because they've had so many games this year. He's already had to use a lot more players than he did at Napoli, um, where he really just had a core of 12 or 13. But I think you still see in the Premier League, he makes as few changes as possible. And that, he, he also says, you know, at the start of the season that he'd spoken to Guardiola and Guardiola had actually told him, um, in your first season in England, don't try to work with more than 13, 14 players because you just won't have the time. So I think he's taken that advice to to heart. And so he that's why we lost 13, at City. 14. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, maybe. He's, take, he's taken it too literally, hasn't he? It, it might be true. I mean, Sarri's response, I think, would be that Chelsea have had so many games and so little training time since the season started that even if he is he, even if he is working with players and I, I do think he is working with Ampadu I'm not sure if he's necessarily paying much attention to Drinkwater or Cahill at this stage but I do think he's still trying to coach Ampadu but he just doesn't get a lot of coaching time with with any of these guys um, during the season because it's basically all match prep and recovery in between games Liam, Chelsea have been given quite a favourable draw in the Europa League in the form of Slavia Prague, arguably, I think, quite quite comfortably the weakest team left in contention. With that in mind, would Chelsea fans be wrong to see those fixtures as another opportunity to play the likes of Ampadu, to play the likes of Hudson-Odoi and maybe even Danny Drinkwater? Uh, I don't. I, I, I don't think there'll be a massive lobby on Chelsea Twitter for Danny Drinkwater. <laughs> I, don't, I don't anticipate that, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there will be that that pressure again. Um, but I equally, I think, you know, Sarri, Sarri's response, I, I can pretty much guess it now, would be, well, this is the Slavia Prague team that knocked Sevilla out in the last round. So they're, they're clearly not um, to be taken too lightly. I, I'm sure they'll probably be better than, than anything Chelsea have faced in the competition so far, purely because they haven't really faced anyone. Um, it, it, it is the best draw they could have got. That, that much is certain uh, the fact that both games are either side of the Premier League game against Liverpool is not particularly ideal and that the away leg is first I think that could uh, uh, that could condition Sarri's approach but I mean, Liam isn't, isn't that all the more reason to give youth a chance in the sense that in doing so you're also resting key men who you would want to be fitter for Liverpool yeah absolutely that, that, that's uh, that, that's certainly the logic and, and the advantage the is he could then rescue it couldn't it if if they had a negative result well, away you would hope he could then rescue it at home by playing more got, of the first team we've got three weeks. yeah i mean i think sarri would prefer to do what he did against kiev and play a strong team in the first leg yeah, try true. to win the tie yeah. by half time and then play his second string in the, in the, in the second leg but the, the fact that it's away home rather than home away maybe yeah complicates things slightly. Liam, before any of that, there is the small matter of Everton at the weekend on Sunday. I'm sorry, Jonathan, on Sunday. I'd like it to be Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Three o'clock. I'll bring me rattle. Liam, how do you see that game going? Are Chelsea going to have a chance? What kind of system should he play? And what will the result be? Well, it's an interesting game because I think you you look back on the Everton game at Stamford Bridge where uh, Marco Silva was the first coach to man-mark Jorginho with Richarlison and that really signalled and, and got away with a nil-nil draw and that really signalled a, a change in the tra- trajectory of Chelsea's season and of the kind of Sarri story um, 
Chelsea have kind of recovered and, and Everton has since descended into a bit of a mess but Chelsea very rarely get easy games at Goodison Park there's always been a kind of uh, unique slightly strange um, animosity in these games that Everton really don't like Chelsea and, uh, and and they usually relish giving them a tough game particularly on their home pitch so I'm not expecting an easy one Chelsea got the ideal prep in terms of being able to rest players but they still had to go 3,000 miles on a plane to Kiev and back which is certainly not what Sarri would have wanted ahead of this game um, it all depends on, on which Chelsea turn up really if the Chelsea of recent weeks of the last, last few weeks particularly in their bigger games shows up then I fancy them to win particularly with the way Everton are playing but if they're anything less than their best I think there's a real opportunity for for more missed points and ground given up to rivals in the top four race. Liam, if I had to press you for a score prediction, which I know is a cruel trick to play, but what would you <laughs> go really for? Horrid, Johnny. Well, I'm, I'm an eternal optimist, so I'll, I'll probably go um, a hard-fought 2-1 Chelsea win. 2-1 Chelsea win. You heard it there first. Thank you ever so much, Liam. Liam Toomey there, Cheers, Chelsea Liam. correspondent well for ESPN. Coming up, even more on Dinamo Kiev, and we might even cast an eye back to Wolves. Come for the sport. Stay for the chat. Love Sport Radio. This is Love Sport. You are listening to the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow and Jonathan Kidd, Dan Silva and Clayton Beerman from the Chelsea Fancast. And there is the small matter of a quiz, gentlemen, for Hang us to get our team As sure as Friday's Friday, I'd like to name all the players that play for Chelsea and Everton. And Mr. Bill is currently counting as we're speaking. This is live radio, and it's 422. 22. 22 22. One of them is Pat Nevin. I know that one. Because <laughs> I hated him going. So did I. I was and, so upset. And, me. Yeah. and if nobody gets the player who played in 1921, I'm going to be gutted. Then you're plastic yeah, Chelsea. Oh, right. yeah, you you're, plastic. You're, not, you're not proper Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. If you'd like to ring in with your answers, you can do so. 0208 7020 Double barreled. Double barreled, as he was we, very we posh. seem to be. Uh, yeah, or you can tweet to at Chelsea Fancast or at Love Sport Radio. Looking back even further than Dinamo Kiev, chance there was Wolves at the weekend, mm-hmm. and the first 20 minutes seemed to be going Chelsea's way. You had the ball, you were dictating play, but of course that also fell into Nuno Espirito Santo's plan because they like to soak up the pressure, catch you on the break. It looked like it would be 1-0 Raul Jimenez, but that man, Aidan Hazard, managed to save the day again. I thought they were very well set up, Wolves. I mean, you know, they came with a game plan, <clears throat> they let us have the ball kind of round the centre half and we couldn't make any, any breakthrough you know a bit, a bit of a dodgy goal because it was like you know deflection deflection in the back of the net but that's what they came up for they're a really good side they've got some excellent players well set up three big lads across the back and we didn't have an answer haven't times changed when uh, West Ham did that and we drew nil-nil with Mourinho and uh, it was all West Ham's fault for yeah, making big, football big Sam. so dreadful Sam Sam the the enemy Victorian football. he called it well, Victorian, Victorian from the Victorian yeah. age that's what he said yeah. I, think, I, think I think the, the difference odd originated it was Sam, the bus, it was Sam Allardyce I mean I, I just think he did it as well Wolves have got some great results this season you know they're backed by a very wealthy family and they've they bought some super, uh, Jean Martini is a great player Neves is a great player Jimenez they've got a great goalkeeper um, however my my 
um, thing which I think we disagreed about on Twitter yeah. is that I uh, I felt you said I look forward to discussing it with indeed you on I Friday did. night. I, I did, and here, are, and here I am, and, and, and I'm about to discuss it, it now. Yes. Discussing it, you know, we're not going. Oi, you, he's not like that. We're I'll give it, 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 it I'm going to block you, kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you will do <laughs> in a minute. I blocked a couple yeah. of people actually because yeah. I can't stand some of their views. But obviously, yeah. present company, of course. But I felt that. One of the things that the team is very good at that doesn't get mentioned ever because we're all it's accused of I actually posted I thought we were you know attacking football with ninety percent and it, I was put down by somebody saying that nah, it's possession football which is completely different to attacking I think well the reality is is we can't shoot I keep yeah. saying this is you know Kovacic despite his excellent defensive qualities and passing qualities cannot shoot cannot hit anything and it's constant air shots oh, or what else it's it is awful it is, it is absolutely bizarre but the one thing they're very good at the one aspect of Sarismo that they seem to fulfill really well is the pressing aspect they get the ball back really quickly and I didn't think that Wolves in the first half were actually attempting to defend I didn't think they were set up and soaking up pressure I, I thought they couldn't get the ball no, ever they had, they had the blocks across the yeah but that, because they were forced into that position no, because all have... we kept doing was pushing and pushing and pushing. Now, what you should happen when you've got 90% of the ball is you should score. And we could not score. And Higuain, who I was the great champion yeah. of, I admit, is looking more and more like a slightly overweight bloke who's not fit enough he's to fat, be playing. He's a fat Morata. Yeah, there was, well, no, actually, I watched, did you watch Morata during the no. week? Uh, God, he did had, you not see yeah. the spat he had with you? Oh, did yeah. you not see um, that? Ki- um, I'm Chiellini. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you are. Absolutely, you are. Yes, Five hundred games. Front, but but, in fact, but he, of course, he did his he did his mouthy bit, Morata, yeah. and he missed the uh, he missed the only chance they had right. to head. But otherwise, he wasn't involved in it no. at all, Morata. I mean, your, your point is, yeah, you know, we had all that possession and we could not break through them. You know, they they, put, they sat off us. They gave us all the ball. Nobody's running past until Loftus Cheek came on. Nobody's running past. They, did, they, they actually in the first half didn't get into our penalty area. They didn't need to. No, they, no. But but I reckon that part of it was that because they, they kept trying to, they kept trying to do the break, the break away, which they did in the first half, and failed miserably with it. So as that as a way of playing, all it does is just soak it up. But yeah. we kept with that aspect of of Surismo, of getting the ball back. Oh, yeah. We kept getting the ball because back, which is fantastic. However, it the, the ball needs to be hit. Much, much, much more quickly. If you watch all the other teams during the week in, in, yeah. uh, in the Champions League, they're all passing the ball at a much better tempo yeah. than we pass well, it. Georgina was forever looking up and he was looking, and there was, he always, always had like a, well, a second on the ball to make space, but nobody was running. There was no passes. He had to go score. He had to go back because nobody was making runs into space. Talking of Jorginho, one solution, one route to goal against Fulham was a strike from the edge of the area just outside the box. Well, Wouldn't awesome. that be one solution? And I know it's Fulham, so but it's can't just do it. The, it Statistically, this season, we have had loads of shots, but the other statistic, which hides it all, is the amount of shots that we take which are blocked, which basically means that we're working the ball too slowly. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. But that's basically, something we all agree on. I yeah, agree with completely. So it is and, too and this, slow. This is why. Absolutely. This is why there's such a backlash about what we're doing. Yeah. Because it's dull. Because there's no goal attempts. There's no. Action in the area. Well, it, it, yeah. I mean, keep going, keep going. Sorry, yeah, sorry. No, no, no. So, yeah. so that is, I, I mean, the thing is that every season, top clubs will come up against a side which is brilliantly drilled and really difficult to break down, and they'll draw. The frustration yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. came through over the weekend was that is, and that's more dropped points 
against another side. Now, there's the whole sort of, oh, we're bigger than Wolves, so we shouldn't be dropping points at yeah, home to yeah, Wolves. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah. there's all the that elevator claptrap. But I think it just goes back to the fact that we've dropped points where we should have won games because... We've been in control of the situation, but, but we, have, we're we're we haven't tactically done it. Well, we're part of it is toothless. there seems to be some bizarre one. Well, yeah. Seems to be one bizarre thing of of I don't know whether you get that thing ever. You're watching the game and you're wherever you are, you suddenly see the moment for the trigger to be pulled. You so, you see it a number of times. You think yeah. now it, 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 yeah. the, the goalkeeper's running yeah. across. He's on the edge of the area. It, it, the shot now. It's there shot. it is. There yeah. Yeah. and and Higwain keeps doing it i'm a com- considering he's supposed to be the infernal goal machine keeps failing to pull the trigger yeah, yeah. but you, he, he but stops yeah, it but you look at what it was like against fulham the the goal that he scored oh, fantastic the goal where the keeper made a the shot where shot, the keeper yeah, made yeah, a brilliant yeah, yeah, save yeah, yeah. And the one where he skied it, yeah, all first time, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what he needs to do. He needs yeah. to do more of that. But he's not somehow. They're all somehow in a mental state of this has to go wider. This has to go I mean, or the, something. The biggest picture of this is you've had Sarri now for what eight months. Yeah, really seen any improvement in the football? Because uh, we started. It, well. I, I the only thing I would say is that some of our passing is ridiculously good. Yes, now, yeah. yes. So last yes. night, there was stuff... Yes. It doesn't matter if you're playing against dustbins. Absolutely. That Alonso passes <laughs> Giroud. Sort of, there, oh, there, uh, yeah. there was a little interchange between yeah. William and Ruben Loftus' cheek. Brilliant. Breaking out from our... Uh, which was just stunning. And, yeah. and I don't care who you're playing oh, that against. Was, that, yeah. that, was, that was great. So, so, so there yeah. is that. So it, there, yeah. there is something that's happening. No, that's my, my contention, com- is always, is that... There's something possibly happening, and if he can get it to work, it's great. But to want to sack him, and he's a fag-eating tramp, and he's dreadful, and he's a fraudster, yeah. is just completely beyond me. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> but he's a tramp. <laughs> well, he's he's not, as far no, as we no, know. No, no, but of course he's not. I'm just saying that. <laughs> they're all the things he's been called. He's been yes. called a fraud. That keeps coming up all the time on Twitter. Keep up, people. Up, personal abuse is the worst manager I've ever seen. Jorginho, Jorginho, unfortunately, by uh, been being involved with him. Osmosis. Yeah, sorry, he's the worst player I've son. ever seen at Chelsea. Yeah. And the, you know, even people around me watching are standing up and going, you know, as if they're in the uh, the Colosseum, no. putting thumbs down That's and saying, "Oh, drop, get him out, get out, get out!" And you think, "No, come on, come on, it's not Benitez. It's not. Come on, he's." No. he's <laughs> Well, the Lions aren't quite out yet, but the question will be whether the passing is to an end, and we'll be getting into that in just a moment. This is Love Sport. Just a moment ago, we were discussing Chelsea's struggles in front of goal against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Not a problem they had last night against Dinamo Kiev, it has to be said. And one man partly responsible that for that Sorry, was a certain Mr Kovacic. What did you make of his performance? Yeah, no, I, I, I thought he was outstanding last night. And again, he wasn't under that much pressure because they weren't that good. But the way he controlled midfield... Um, was great and it, it led me to think that every time he's had a really good game it's when Jorginho's not on the pitch and, and I think it, it, it's worth analysing that perhaps when we play those two together we don't need to because they basically duplicate each other they've got no attacking prowess no. at all I mean God bless him he's scored one goal in about 200 games now Kovacic but I just thought he looked quality last night. I mean, he is a quality player, and everybody says, well, what does he add? Well, he doesn't add very much because he hasn't had an assist and he hasn't scored a goal. Which is the but, same for Jorginho until he scored against Fulham. Correct. Um, so if you've got both of those players in the midfield, it's never go- you know, we're never going to go anywhere. 
And I think that that's part of the frustration. Is that particular statistic, Clayton, perhaps quite a damning indictment of Surrey ball in that we were saying with reference to the Wolves game that the passing sometimes looks gorgeous, perhaps isn't quick enough. But actually, if the people who the system is built around are neither scoring nor assisting, surely you can do all of that pretty passing, all of the running the game that a Jorginho or a Kovacic does and also still get involved when it comes to the final ball or indeed the finish. Yeah, I mean, uh, you want to say something? I was going to say, if you look at our midfield, essentially you've got three defensive midfielders. Albeit Kante's playing slightly further up, he's still, in essence, a defensive midfielder. So you've got three defensive midfielders with not even ten goals between them. There's nobody breaking the lines behind the strikers. So, you know, your midfield needs to be getting you 15, 20 goals a season if you're going to challenge. I think he thought that Barkley might be able to provide that, but, but he seems to be very rigidly stuck and he's doing his head in. Actually. Barkley had a bit of a renaissance, didn't he, sort of over the, the autumn? Yeah, but and then, then he's dropped back again. Yeah, but he has, that's right. But do you, I, I mean, do you not think... I, I, I'm not one of these Napoli disciples who watched them every week you know last year when they were pulling up trees does Sarri does Saribol have two defensive midfield players in it it's not really about being defensive or attacking. That's the thing about it. It's about keeping it. Like you were saying on Twitter, this argument you had, Jonathan. It's not about attacking midfielders. It's not about defensive midfielders. It's about having mid- midfielders who move the ball, keep the ball. But the point yeah. you were making is the salient one, Clayton, which is it's about moving the ball faster, which yeah. then means when you have your yeah. Mertens yeah. equivalent, with, there's more space. With, tra- with, with less touches. Transition is what Conte used to do, actually. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they was keen to have two touches and get rid of the ball. And it's the same thing. It, but it, uh, it just, I despair slightly when you think uh, every time somebody actually takes four or five touches, he makes a note of it. Mm. He, you can he, see him massively writing. So know. He, he's seeing the players not doing not doing what he wants. So he he has to refer to it. Because I mean, the Huddersfield game, albeit they were an abysmal side, you saw it work. Yeah, because, you know, yeah. They make the space. The first twenty minutes, yeah, they played they exactly the, the way that he wanted, yeah. and it was actually quite fantastic. And there's a bit of like a triangular passing between yeah, Aspi, Kante, Jorginho. Yeah. Yeah. Found the space. Yeah. Beautiful ball out wide and I think we, yeah. we scored so there are aspects of it that when you see it working is what you were saying that some of the passing is some of the best I've seen yeah. it's brilliant. I mean, the, but the they fact can't maintain it some of them can't do it you also need yeah. full backs who can centre the bloody fullbacks, thing yeah. Yeah. our full backs are you know, you know, Emerson seems to go in spurts and and then has a kind of gets the gets the willies and just passes the ball back but all that, the time. Alonso's cross yesterday was oh, oh, brilliant. What a cross! Brilliant. But what you wonder cross. why why can he not do that well, in a in a Premier League game? Is that because they've been closed down much he's more? Closed yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Dynamo yeah. Kiev not yeah. a very well organised. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if Dynamo Kiev played like a a mid-table Premiership side. What the score would be? Because yeah, yeah. these sides have got some very good coaches, very well set up. So it's, it's very hard. Yeah. There's no, the money, the money. You know, we don't. We're not going to now pick off certain players because they don't need to sell these players now so we're very well set up teams well, other than I I, I I hope that we don't do this thing of, of presuming that every single youth player who's playing in the championship is a star of the future because it's slightly doing my head oh, in this, this whole youth debate I mean I know but yeah. that's what you know that's what everybody's talking about get him in Tommy Abraham get him in I watched Villa the other day he just stands Tommy in the penalty Abraham area and falls over no, well, to give him his credit he was the first one over who wanted to punch somebody when uh, yeah. Greenish <laughs> was <laughs> true he was the youth are a very nice kind of dream but how many of these what five youth cups in the last six years seven years no I, 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 let, let me finish how, yeah, how yeah. many of these players are now playing anywhere in the premiership 
or anywhere really in top level football then step up I'll keep saying step up from under 18s to the premiership yeah, level is huge Patrick Bamford everyone was championing a bit about him at MK Don's um, but he was championship Forest. player of the year yeah, he yeah championship that's his level that's average, always the point yeah, 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 well. yeah. he went to Palace and Norwich both teams struggling for goals didn't get played he's a very good championship player that's his level he's playing very well for Leeds at the moment yeah that's his a, level there's a great class about him I was watching the other day I'm, I'm, oh, listen, I'm, 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 inter- I'm, I'm interested because he plays a cello and uh, Listen, I love he reads the Telegraph. Not, not so much He's a about, Tory. Listen, I'm not so about character. You look at um, Tammy Abraham. Tammy could be, you know, he went to Swansea and yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they I struck, suspect they, he doesn't play the cello. No, by no, the way. harmonica apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. They, Swansea was struggling. They had change of manager. And Which it's, one it's, plays the didgeridoo? Do we know? Uh, Tim no. Cahill. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, he struggled at Swansea because they were struggling. You know, Mason Mount's having a decent season for Derby. Yeah, yeah. Olerena, um the guy at Fiorentina, uh, James, who's outstanding by well, accounts, and the guy at um, Fiorentina, uh, the fullback. Um, it's he's gone. He's not. He's no, it's Torino. Torino, 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 Torino. Yeah. Been, Olerena, yeah. yeah, they've but sold him for eight they, million. Well, they haven't sold him yet, but, but they're going to exercise the option. Yeah, yeah. I just. I mean, Ollie Glanville, who's a friend of ours, he's championed that Rhys James is being outstanding at Wigan. I mean, truly outstanding. But the important two words in that sentence are the final two, aren't they? Which what are at, at, at Wigan. Wigan. Yeah. Uh, I just but, he ha- but he has been called into the England under-20 squad. But England under-20, I mean, the ones traditionally that are relevant are the yeah. 21s and the 19s, 20s. It's a sort of <laughs> funny hinterland. Like, yeah. I quickly want to come back to Maurizio Sarri with the point you made, Jonathan, about every time someone takes more than two, three touches, that scribble. Ugh. Do you think that long-term, this kind of extreme attention to to detail will lead to the perfect footballing system or is it over prescriptive because the Pep Guardiola model is you plan everything out until the final third and then you go go and be creative go and do what you want if Sarri were to let Chelsea players off the lead just a little bit more and maybe tell them to do a bit more shooting would you see better results? Well I think he's let them off the lead when it's come to uh, defensively because I think they're all it's in their DNA to, to, to defend and then break but that's where so I want them on the lead well, surely but Spurs was an example of how Chelsea should be playing it's a you know a bit of the old-fashioned you know proper like proper old Chelsea with a bit of nice Sarri thrown in it was a really kind of really sort of dichotomy of a performance yeah, but but do, you, do you remember that's, that's no, no, he but wants to play do you remember at the beginning of the season no this whole <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing with Hazard he was basically I've been released Conte yeah, had restrained yeah. me I've been released mm. I've been I'm reborn I've been reborn yeah. You know, Sarri has released me, I am now blah, blah, blah. It he, he was a free spirit. And yet a couple of weeks ago, Sarri was saying, oh, he's, he's, not, he's not playing like he should be. He's not playing in the system. Well, he's not playing well enough, not, said, you know, he? yeah. But it's just like, oh, for God's sake. I mean, well, it's kind of like, you know, you know, broken, you know, lost in translation English. He's not quite saying the right words, like trying to motivate the players. Maybe he meant coaching as opposed to motivating. Yeah, yeah. Because it could be huge loss in translation yeah, yeah. for it. So you don't really know. I mean... I do fear for when he has a go I mean, at speaking. Actually, I mean, Blue, Blue Screwer was talking about the, um, the he's not particularly well liked, and he'll like a cigarette in the training changing rooms. Yeah, but, yeah. but that's I okay. Think, I don't think uh, you want your manager to be well liked. You yeah, want you your manager, manager to no, command respect and get results. Well, I get the impression that he, he's very actually no, but, and I think he does. No, I, I get the impression. I know. I, I think he does. I get the impression that he's very good at dealing with individuals because he Wait. they seem to respond when he says we i had a chat to each of them individually and we came up with something i don't think he's he's dismissive i think he treats them know. as if he's you know if he was a bank manager or if he was yeah. a school teacher somewhere where he's got a bit of experience
He'll have to manage them collectively, of course, in the next round of the Europa League, where they take on Slavia Prague. Is it a great draw, not just because of the club, but because of the city? This is Love Sport. <laughs> you are listening to the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio, and it was a good result in the Europa League into the next round, and it's Slavia Prague. Not just perhaps a generous draw in terms of the footballing side of things, but also quite a nice prospect of an away day for Chelsea fans. Yeah, very nice. Uh, very nice indeed. I doubt whether I'll be able to get there, but uh, I hear good things about Prague. Yeah, no, I think it's a great draw. I was, I was um, wittering on before about the fact that I watched um, the extra time uh, of the Prague Sevilla game last night, and it was absolutely fantastic. I mean, it was it was two knackered teams going at each other. There were three, or the two great goals, and one sort of school playground type goal at the end, which was an amazing finish. Um, my it's, thoughts. It's a very good route as well, isn't it? Through to the final, we avoid Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, oh. it could be. Napoli. Without being presumptuous. Yeah. Napoli will beat them. I mean, I didn't see anything in what I was watching that scared me if I thought if we get either of these two sides, but they were playing extra time and they may well have been tired. I think Prague, I mean, it's a very winnable game. I do think at the end it, it was like they'd won their cup final and I think beating Sevilla was a huge thing. But it'll be like that again, won't it? I mean, it'll be a second cup final, perhaps an even bigger cup yeah, final. Yeah, possibly, taken on but I, I just think sometimes to, to get somewhere where you didn't really think you were going to get and then you're there and you think great we've, we've done it rather than actually think right then we'll go on I mean there, I take your point absolutely yeah. but then there are examples like the Leicester cities of this world where actually they do yeah. keep pushing on so yeah. important to not look entirely beyond Slavia Prague although if Chelsea were to get beyond them, I actually think that Eintracht Frankfurt, arguably even more than Benfica, who scored some wonderful goals last night, yeah. both of those teams are actually probably as scary as Arsenal. Less less of a known quantity, perhaps, but actually... But I, I would much rather Chelsea avoid out. Arsenal at all oh, yeah. costs because I just think London derbies, you can't, you can't call them and yeah. they go against form. Uh, and they have had the hoodoo over us for yeah. quite a few years now haven't they cup competitions yeah they beat us in the yeah. league cup didn't they yeah so last year yeah uh, so I'd rather avoid them I mean, I, mean, I think if they can get past Napoli that Arsenal got a good chance of getting to the final yeah. I think yeah, yeah. Right, I yeah. mean be, Arsenal would be looking at Villarreal and Valencia and going thinking, yeah, it'll tough, be an, it but could be a Chelsea Arsenal final without any shadow do you think oh yeah I, I think they get past Napoli because Napoli are a good side yeah, you know, yeah I think it's still yeah. a good side they play they play very well against um Ren. Yeah. Play well, well in the yeah. second leg. I yeah, mean the, the thing about leg. Arsenal is yeah. at their best they're glorious, but you never quite know which Arsenal they, they have. No, I was, they have I was very league. impressed actually by the way they just stepped up but, and but played. But two of their goals were offside, Jonathan. And uh, I didn't notice that. I must have been asleep. I did fall asleep. Did uh, you? Yeah, I remember The now. first goal, Aubameyang was offside when he, he it was yeah, he was slightly offside. I thought it was it was um, no 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 it was offside. Yeah no he was but, but also he, he wasn't, he Aubameyang wasn't, he was slightly offside. It was, his, it was his leg or his yeah. metatarsal. And Aubameyang was offside. For the Aubameyang third goal has as well. an extraordinary knack of being offside for goals. Good and having mask them given. though. 
Yeah. Well, let's actually let's let's touch on the mask. Okay, so yeah. Twitter Twitter were outraged about this mask. For anyone who didn't see it, Aubameyang. So I'm got... just showing everybody what. Yes. It, yeah, I'm holding it up to the microphone. There you go, as a picture. <laughs> so what happened was Aubameyang got his second goal of the night, Arsenal's third, and Aubameyang was a man known during his time at Dortmund for celebrating with a Spider-Man mask. He would yeah. pull one out of his shirt or his shorts or wherever it was hiding put it over his head and celebrate that way well he's moved with the times he's moved with the marvel universe and when the second goal went in yesterday he pulled a black panther mask on and made a wakanda which forever hidden behind gesture. the hoarding he'd hidden it behind the hoarding which, he, could, which yeah. he couldn't find and he got booked for time wasting yes worth it yes, for the mask i think it would have been the steward had put it there for him but he put <laughs> it in the wrong place talk of uh, mask quick snap question who's the last premier league player who used to wear a mask after scoring a goal if you get this one, I'd be very impressed. Petacek. No, no. striker. He used to put, put out a mask. A new, he was a Newcastle player, wasn't he? Samuletto. No. No? No, bit. No, no. No, it wasn't a London Newcastle club. player. London we've had, we've club. had Harry yeah. Kane from the uh, producer's box because obviously yeah. when he broke his cheek. No, like it pulls out of his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, are you, who is it? Fakando Suvo. He used to play for Fulham. That's a name. Yeah, no. That's a that's he used a to, he used to have like a Zorro mask. Sounds but, like sounds like a vegetable soup. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of Did the you Aubameyang, a sword as well. <laughs> I, it's with a piece of chalk on the it's end. Not, it's not. It's water. Just put a Z. <laughs> Same <laughs> for Zorro. Zorro, of course, is Spanish for fox. Did you know yeah. that? No. Yeah. Oh, thank you. you. Yeah, I thought you'd like to know. <laughs> anyway, um, in, ter- in terms of the actual Aubameyang mask, were you outraged because Twitter exploded with people going, how arrogant, Arsenal's defence is terrible, this is rubbish. Why shouldn't he be able to celebrate uh, a goal how he likes? I, I'm more outraged by anybody who gets booked for celebrating. That's yeah. what I, you well, know, whatever the sun, I, so you think you should be able to take your shirt off, yep. jump into the crowd? Yes, no, no, no. I, I, yeah, it's the cup. My, my, I always despair of some um, uh, do-gooder steward who tries to prevent the fa- the, the players Push, yeah. from from uh, celebrating? I, I really agree. think that is I, absolutely. I mean, well, I think to be fair your... on the stewards, they do. I think they probably have to do that as part of the job description. Well, no, I know. I think it's to do with supporters. I think the players should be able to go up to the to the to the fans as much yeah. as they like. They shouldn't have some some rather uh, unattractive large man in a in a big <laughs> high vis preve- jacket. Yeah, high yeah. Vi- preventing them. No, I think from, from from celebrating. What I'm saying is, from the stewards' point of view, I think that is an overall league regulation rather than stewards taking are, it into are, their own. Are, hand. are you sure? I'm I'm pretty sure. It always seems yeah, to be the one only, particular the only bloke does it who wants to be in the uh, wants to be in the shop, the clipboard you know? as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the only the only person who should get More booked, my or the, the only goal celebration that should be booked is if you incite the yes, opposing fans. I was going to say that Adebayor did it. Yeah, Run, running yeah. the length of the pitch. Yeah. Did yeah. you see in that instance Arsenal fans were throwing all yeah. kinds of empty plastic bottles? One bloke threw a plastic stool. You think, firstly, why did you have that? Yeah. Secondly, what are you doing? And thirdly, I'm oddly impressed. Yeah. No, I think I think it's, it's, it's taking the fun out of football. Yeah, I mean, you should be able to yeah. wear a mask. You should be able to take your shirt off. You should be able to dive headlong into the fans. I fear though the worry, the, the worry is if you put the mask on, you'll then it'll be product placement after a bit. Yeah, or well, you would get fined for that. That happened yeah. to Nicholas Bentner, or indeed your eyesight might be obstructed. You dive into the wrong fans, and it ends very, very badly. Uh, it's seven fifty-seven. Line. Love sports. 
Coming up in the next hour of the Chelsea Fan Show, our attention turns solely to Everton. It was a nil-nil draw at Stamford Bridge. Will the Blues be easier to break down at Goodison? The question always with these Marco Silva sides, particularly Everton this year, is inconsistency. There's quality there. Sigurdsson can tear any side apart on his day. Richarlison has goals in those twinkle-toed Brazilian boots, but they don't always turn up. Also, there's the small matter of a quiz. We want you to get in touch which players played for both Everton and Chelsea there are quite a few to be working through if you'd like to get in touch with your answers or just want to chat that number is 0208 70 20 558 or at Love Sport Radio on Twitter Chidge JK in all the years you've been following Chelsea you hardly ever miss a match home or away but how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport. Hello and welcome back to the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow. And it's a delight to be joined in the studio by Jonathan Kidd, Dan Silva and Clayton Beerman from the Chelsea Fan Cast. Clayton Beerman. Clayton Beerman. And we're looking forward, gentlemen, in Jamaican accents apparently, to Everton at the weekend. What are your chances? I mean, Everton are kind of like Chelsea were sort of 20 years ago like in and out you know they've started spending some serious money got some good players but completely inconsistent 
It must be so frustrating being an Everton fan because they put in a great performance one week and then go and throw away a lead at Newcastle. So I think it'll be, this will be a tough game. Very, very tough game. He's Kurt Zuma doesn't play against us. Yeah. What's been the theory about Kurt Zuma here? Because we've all gone very close he, uh, about he's, uh, him He's coming. just been called up to the French squad. Yeah. Has he? Yeah. I think he's taken he a while to get fixed after his injury. I don't think he's yeah. really had yeah, a... Yeah, that's right. But has he been playing well for them? By all accounts, yes. I've got a friend who's uh, uh, ever tasted. He's, he's, he's really good. He says he's one of those, He's got a really infectious personality as well. He's kind of like, you know, he's, everyone likes him because he's, he's just a real kind of like leader. Would he fit with uh, with Cerismo? This uh, is the I, I don't know. I, his pass is a bit... Um, yeah, that's the problem, Rubbish. isn't it? Was the summer Conte didn't trust him. That's why he got rid of yeah. him because he felt that he was too. Uh, he wasn't good enough on the ball yeah. for what was required. I mean, because you got Louise and um, Christensen. Rudiger, Christensen. Yeah. I mean, did he, did he come back and become like a third choice centre half? Yeah, yeah. Perhaps he won't. Want Louise is apparently signing new contract. Ball, ball accounts. Can we touch? Is, on is it a year long? Sorry to, yeah. to go off the Everton thing. But no, no, no. I was I, interested I, I by was the Zuma. You're going to say? I yeah. was going to go on a completely different line. Oh, okay. Actually, which is okay. The, na- the name Christensen came up. He yeah. is not featured all that much under Surrey. He was, of course, very highly rated. Yeah. The club almost got into a bit of trouble as yeah. part of bringing him in. Is there a future for him at Stamford Bridge? I hope so. I think he's a good player. I think he had a really good spawned the Conte then the Barcelona match at Stamford Bridge he had a bit of a, a mare and I think his confidence got absolutely shot to pieces well he had he had two or three games in a row one of them was I think as you correctly yeah. say Barcelona then there was a Man City game he made a mistake and then yeah. there was another game and he got really bad concussion didn't he in one yeah. game and so he didn't play towards the end of last season Sarri doesn't fancy him but every time he's played well, he's played a couple it's of uh, couple of league games yeah. recently he's but interestingly really people good. always say it's a way, uh, interesting how fans dismiss players but he's been dismissed with always a mistake he's always got a major mistake yeah. whether he has or not and because his reputation before, but he seems you know? to be—he seems to be paired with Rudiger, doesn't he? Which I, think is a, the, I personally, I think I like that partnership because yeah. Rudiger's got the aggression, the pace. Where Christensen's a bit better with the ball. The trouble is, is Louise can play these unbelievable oh, yeah, look, look, fifty-yard yeah. passes, and if Louise seems to play very well on the big occasions, yeah. Yeah. so uh, big game player. Yeah, right. absolutely big game player. Changing the subject very quickly, I have to talk about this here, which is the football blogging awards, um, because nomination, which of course. Uh, Chelsea Fancast um, is up for. Uh, but the nomination voting uh, finishes on the 24th of March 2019, 7pm Greenwich Mean Time. So you've got to get your votes in. You vote Chelsea Fancast for best podcast. And we won it in 2012 and 2015. Finalists, 2012 to 2017. Here's how to vote. I mean, you obviously have to like the Fancast in the first place, but I think you wouldn't, <laughs> no, 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 you, no. you wouldn't be listening no, to us if no. you didn't like it. So please vote. You vote on Twitter by tweeting, I am voting thing for at, you don't have to do it in a, in a strange Swedish accent, having said that. that. Um, I am voting for Chelsea fan. I know. Uh, I am voting for at Chelsea Fancast in at the FBAs, that's as you'd expect, T-H-E-F-B-A-S, for hashtag best podcast. Or you can vote on Instagram. Go to the Football Blogging Awards Instagram page, click on the best post- click on the best podcast image, and tag at Chelsea Fancast in the comments. Or vote through ChelseaFancast.com, click on the button on the homepage or the blog in latest news. Or vote. There's an abundance of ways to vote. Sounds like it's quite hard not to vote. Yeah, absolutely. Get in there. Vote on all of them. Vote <laughs> on FBAS web on FBAF sorry, on the FBA's website, uh, which is www.footballbloggingawards.co.uk. Get ch- your vote in. If you go to the Chelsea Fancast Twitter account, that tweet is pinned so you can do it on 
online as well. Well done. And well I'm, done, I'm just under instructions. I'm just tweeting it at Goalie59. I've just tweeted the instructions I tweeted, and, yeah. and the link. Yeah, well and done. Dan Still 73 is doing the same. Yeah. Okay. I'll so do mine again if you like. I did it earlier, but it I'll do it again. Almost impossible to avoid it. Oh, but yeah. it goes through very quickly, so we all ought to do it a lot. Let's do it several times by oh, the end hello. of the program. Um, I've just seen something. Oh, uh, what's happened? Somebody being Right. Yeah. So, no, we've Naked had a couple picture. of answers. Oh. Oh. Uh, the tweet account, uh, I want my Chelsea back. Duncan McKenzie. Yes. Correct. Well done. Pat Nevin. Yeah, yes. I mentioned that one earlier. Bo- Ooh, I hated Bo- it. Bobby there. Stewart. Yes, yes, indeed. Good Gary old, uh, Stanley. Yes, yes, he did as Romelu well. Romelu Lukaku. Yes, yes, yes. Michael Thomas. Yes, Get Mickey. well soon, Mickey. Yeah, Get well soon, mate. Yeah, he was. My um, goodness me. Eddie McCready, 977, who's always a big contributor to this. Uh, he's said put a punt on Alec Chamberlain. Oh, good old Alec. Was that 1919? No, this is... Oh, the other Alec. <laughs> the ex-Wopper <laughs> Yes, no, not, not the ex-Prime Minister. I'm afraid, unfortunately... No, <coughs> no, that's not correct. OK, keep them coming, please. Keep them coming. That's a, I can give you a, a good clue. start. Yeah, go. It, it rhymes with sock. And he played in 1923, 1925. I, and it's your appendage. I, I hasten to add quickly that Alec Chamberlain arguably is correct he never featured in the league for Chelsea but he did spend one season on loan at Stamford Bridge in 1992 from Luton Town that's in addition to spending the 1987-88 season at Everton never played for either club in the league but was on both of their books at one time I think he qualifies absolutely we've had a ding yeah I think a correct ding that was a really very weird sensation it was very particularly since it was slightly abbreviated finished <laughs> it didn't get to its climax it went ding, oh, oh it's a girl oh, we need another one really. we get a couple of closer than the players do you think yeah we should well, we should okay. there's one who's in our current first team squad who nobody's yeah, mentioned there's one that so also far. played for qpr and glasgow rangers and yep. there's one who played for wimbledon and manchester city yes, yes. um there's one who played for barcelona there's, there's one, one who, who played, played for nottingham forest and, and leeds one that nearly took two premiership sides down the same season one who played for notts county yeah. Uh, there's, um, there's one who played for, yeah, Southampton. There's one who's also could have been Doctor Who, almost. And there's one, who, actually, he's one of my favourite players, is one of the guys who played there, one of my favourite ever players for Chelsea. So there's a player that... Goals. Sorry, was, was the, this particular person, was he the one that, that they recently um, buried in Brompton, they put a headstone for him in Brompton yes. Cemetery? Yeah. Okay, did, that's yeah. good. Um, the other player is a player, it's a religion, and when you sneeze, you'd also be responded with that same word. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you yeah. mean, and that's a bizarrely good and bizarrely weird clue. Keep yeah. your guesses coming in, either to at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, at Chelsea Fancast, or 0208 70 20 558. More, let's look at where it's going wrong for Marco Silva. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. You are listening to the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport Radio. Last time out in the Premier League was quite a disappointing result. A one-all draw with with Spurs with Wolves. A poor result which was compounded, of course, by Arsenal getting three points crucially against Manchester United. With that in mind, this weekend's game against Everton, is that suddenly a must-win fixture? They're all must-win fixtures. Yeah. Every single one. Every yes. single one of them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because 
they may you don't know what's going to happen at all it just seems to be a very uh, unclear the lack of consistency people the, the teams are having one week they play against somebody they should be beating and then they they they, they don't come up to scratch do they yeah. I, I think particularly with Chelsea we don't, don't know which team's going to turn up at the moment so it's quite interesting I, I took a few moments out this afternoon to watch um, Everton fan TV um, is it as bad as Arsenal fan TV no it's great actually there were two guys um, sitting on sofas who were just basically talking like proper fans rather than just being you know just trying to sort of bring some sort of reaction it was just it was literally like two guys in a pub having a chat proper chat about football and the frustration coming through from these guys was just immense palpable it i was going to use that word <laughs> yeah, but yeah, i wouldn't yeah. want to you yeah, know yeah. say that yeah. um and it was just they they're just incredulous they're basically march and they've only got 37 points they haven't won a home game for months and they're just saying we should be doing much better than this without any sense of entitlement and there was just a real frustration and it was quite funny because it was like listening to us <laughs> saying that we should be doing better than this and what have you and they've got some great players yeah namashu is coming they've got some serious money i think you know the expectation levels do naturally rise but then you've got you know how many competitive teams in the premier league now but they, they sh perhaps they should be there should be a, a top seven because they've got the money they're a great club I've always yeah. thought that they were a oh, they've always club. historically been a um, yeah. I, I don't I wouldn't want them to leave Goodison Park I think Goodison Park is one of the old traditional grounds yeah. and I, I love the atmosphere the dilemma of only having two loos in the way in is <laughs> yeah. a bit uh, difficult to deal with particularly but when you've eaten a, ra a rather bad uh, um, part yeah as you say yeah pie I mean, we've, we've, point, yeah. we've done okay there over the last couple of years. We, I mean, last year was the Allardyce blanket where they didn't have a shot, Christmas and that was, that was nil yeah. nil, and that was just awful. But we year, once again failed to get through there. But the we? year before that, I think, was the the great Pedro goal. Three we one, won three, three nil. nil. Yeah. And then I think the year before that was possibly when the Scottish. Blonde Scottish guys. Gary Naismith, yeah, early, right. early season, lost 3 0 on a Saturday morning. Oh my God, that was dreadful. Oh, that, that. And it was 3 1 three because one Matic, Matic scored yeah, the most did. amazing yeah. goal. And then he went to Norwich, didn't he? Uh, Who, Matic? Matic. No, Matic. 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 Come on. Matic. And then the season before that, he won 6 4. Yeah, which was Incredible just the most amazing yeah. game. So, oh, with yeah. that in mind, looking at this game, are you confident of three points, or no. is it perhaps no. all just a bit inconsistent? We're, no, no, you can never tell. We're too inconsistent. Yeah, and so Everton are inconsistent as well. Yeah, well, yeah. as we're saying, there's something about the game. There is always a needle. There is always the crowd. Always seem to get always, behind the yeah. team. Yeah. Other than, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a game where they were completely quiet. Was that the, the three nil? The game. three nil game. There was they, there was no nothing atmosphere. coming. Yeah, I was there. Was uh, the, the absolutely sort of, peculiar. It was on the it was on the road to the title. Yeah. He's thinking this is like our, one of our most difficult games, yeah, and they're yeah. always up for it. And yeah. we went there, and there was stum. It was just yeah. no noise at all. It's very you unlike somebody had given them some something in their team. I mean, the, our inconsistency and their inconsistency. I think it's impossible to call. I, I think the the the, the factor that we have flown back from Kiev, I think, will won't help. Yeah, yeah. and I. But I was looking. I Maybe Higuain didn't make it there. He might be his. So uh, we got Louise Emerson. 
Jorginho, Hazard and Higuain. Only Jorginho played 20 minutes. So th- those are five guys who should be relatively fresh. It's a question of whether he plays Emerson or not. He seems at the yeah. moment just to be swapping them about him and Alonso. Well, maybe, maybe he will because... Alonso had a great game. Yeah, great but game. Then but once again, the team wasn't very good. And he seems to be... He put any pressure on Alonso and he just seems not to be the yeah, player that he was at all yeah. last season. Yeah, I think, I think Emerson will come in. I think, obviously, says Dave will come back at... Right he was back. very poor against Wolves, though, Emerson. Very poor indeed. Uh, he he, he uh, hardly centred the ball at all. Yeah, but he was, he yeah, kept yeah, giving but he, the ball away. Sent, centre it to who? There's nobody in the box ever. He, there were that, a couple of occasions when once again, rather than actually put a cross in, and Higuain is lurking. But I do, I agree there should be more people in the box. Well, but talking I can't of work that nobody, out at the moment. Talking of there being nobody in the box, there's the question not just of playing those who were rested against Kiev, but the other angle of that is looking at that performance, that result, saying, you know what, we played really well, we scored a lot of goals, should some of those guys keep their place? Mm-hmm. Olivier Giroud scored a hat-trick yeah. and is a man who does like to lurk in the box. So you know, might sorry, that be a solution? I, yeah, yeah I, I, I think I Sarri mentioned how well he played. Happen. But wouldn't it be great if you had Hazard, Higuain and Giroud playing? I, I agree. Well, that's a change of formation, wouldn't it be? Well, uh, it was interesting watching um, uh, who played 4-4-2 during the week. Um, um, uh, Juventus. Yeah. It was just quite remarkable. Because he then go, well, yeah. They're, Italian they're, league, so different. That's yeah. why Sar- Sarri yeah. ball was good because, they, you know, it's a very, very different league. It's very slow. And there's only three or four really good teams. The rest are very average. Yeah, now. but it was Juventus against... Um, Atletico, so it yeah. was hardly. Uh, no, it's the same. It's Italian league. It was two no. very different philosophies being being. But I, I don't, I don't perceive ever that that Sarri would do something completely. No, no, no. Out my, of my, getting back it's to the team itself, I place. honestly fear it's this whole thing about the ball being passed quickly. It seems to be an aspect of effort occasionally, whether they're actually up for it. Because watching the European, the top European teams, everything is done. With, with much more passion than we've mm. got we've been contributing over the past few weeks which I find was very peculiar as to uh, as to what it is this ingredient that allows you to actually not only pass the ball more quickly but actually be kind of up for it well it's there might be a question of occasion there as yeah. well in the sense that it might yeah, be easier to indeed, take it's easy, it all really yeah, yeah, seriously against the case. Yeah, yeah. than against well, it's the same with the atmosphere at the, the become, bridge as become, well which I think we've become blasé Last 10 15 years about stuff, we almost well, it's the crowd is the same yeah. because you play Wolves and the, there's no atmosphere no, at all because it's Wolves. Whereas Tottenham, Arsenal, Man City, it's it, yeah. the, the atmosphere is tangible well, and it's wonderful. Was, Tottenham was amazing, I mean, it's, oh, yeah. amazing, yeah. They're, they're the yeah. kind of things that, but uh, whether that you know, the, uh, whether they need to be up for it, I don't know. There, there was this constant talk of there being oh, there should be singing sections, or there sh- should there be a drum they're getting up, oh, please, no, no, please, please, but no drum. It, part of it is because we're so used to winning. We're so used to rolling over the lesser teams. When we don't, everybody, everybody just knows how to behave. Do you think, also, look at this team now, maybe Hazard aside, there aren't any real kind of um, legends in the making of legends. I mean, you've got Louise, you've got Aspie, there's, yeah, no, yeah, kind of, there's yeah. no John Terry, there's no Frank Lampard, there's no one there who's going to, like, is going to roll up the sleeves. Well, once again, I think the, the, the rolling up the sleeves and the, the Frank Lampard aspect is Lampard just had a phenomenal shot. You know, I think if anybody was there who could actually score goals, then yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd take them to, to our hearts, wouldn't we? Yeah, if somebody we, scored 10 goals in a season, scoring no goals is absolutely ridiculous for a midfield player. I know. I mean, th- our midfield's got four goals this season, hasn't it, between us? Yeah. And yeah. Kante's got them all. Yeah. 
No, and um, Jorginho's got one. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. But is that, I mean, that sort of brings us back to where we were at the beginning of the show, talking about struggling to break down a yeah, Wolves yeah, side who was yeah. sitting behind the ball. That game was crying out for a Lampard or a Lampard-style player. Because yeah. Lampard, in that context, after the first 25 minutes, if he couldn't break through with one of those runs behind, he would have just gone right and bored yeah, and start whacking it. And it yeah. would probably have worked. Well, well what, what happened when somebody. the first time somebody whacked it, we scored? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the only time, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. 93rd minute. Yeah. yeah. But you also have to think, I mean, just going back to that, uh, it, that it needed breaking up. It needed somebody like Giroud coming on because they were comfortable, the back four. Well, you could argue that what Mourinho would have done, actually, would have been to have... Put um, Robert Hooth up front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 that would have been Ranieri. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course he did no. as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. No, Ranieri would have put um, Hooth at right back. Oh, don't get uh, yeah, that yeah. Was yeah. Monaco, yeah. or right wing, one of the yeah. two, and bring Veron on, who hasn't played for eight months. Oh, but has back and yeah. centre-half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, no, but it, it was... Um, uh, 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 I've lost my train of thought completely. Uh, I think it's about shooting, essentially. It's just, well, it's, just uh, it's, it's having the oh. within. The, the, I appreciate all managers have got philosophy. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. They've all got philosophies. Like Pep's got philosophy. He'll do a certain thing, but he's he's aware. His in-game management, I think, is is second to none. Even less Klopp in-game management. Yeah. Up until recently, Sarri was very much like for like you. You could you know. Kovacic for Barkley or vice versa. I don't think he's he worked out that that hasn't. He can't change the game. He can't make a. a Generally, a positive you, you know, I mean, the, uh, the one thing that I was going to say about Sunday is the first goal is absolutely crucial. I know that's like yeah. a bit cliche thing to say. It seems to be more and more the but case. They, but yeah. they've got no confidence. If they go one down, I suspect Ooh, we'll win. But if we go one down, we Who won't knows? win because yeah. this season we haven't overturned a it, deficit. Even Wolves, I wasn't that confident we get anything back from Wolves. But at Everton, the last time out. 2-0 up, lost 3-2. So yeah. if ever there were a team who had the potential to capitulate at yeah. this point in the Premier yeah. League season, yeah. it is this Everton yeah. side. Absolutely. What I was going to say was that, remember, that Mourinho, if, if the opposition just defended, would, would not play any of the defenders on the Chelsea side. Well, he'd push he'd, them all he'd, 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 would he push them, but not only that, he'd put three forwards on. Yeah. If he had them on the sub Like bench. he did PSG, so, when yes. he had like Bar... Three, when we yeah, won the yeah, game. Yeah, and yeah, straight away, exactly. He's on the, the pitch saying, like, you here, you here, yeah, you here, you yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, and you can't see Sarri That's the difference that. between yeah. a very good coach and an absolute top-level coach. Well, if Sarri is struggling to change games off the bench, he's going to need to get it right the first time round. Coming up, we'll work out how he can do that. Giving your team the coverage they deserve. Love Sport Radio. You're listening to the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow, and we've had more answers coming in to our we quiz. We have, we have. Um, the wonderful Chelsea Chatter has given us Tommy Lawton, Terry Phelan, Samuel Eto, Ross Barkley, Romelu Lukaku, who we've had, Robert Laverick. Robert Laverick. Known uh, as Bobby. Bobby Lab. Lot Bobby, Bobby to his he mate. Was toilet, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Mickey Thomas, <laughs> Pat Nevin, we've had. Mark Hughes. Kurt Zuma, John Spencer, Jack Coke, spelt C-O-C-K, I don't know if I can say that word, uh, Graham Stewart, Jerry Payton, Gary Stanley, Duncan McKenzie, and Ben Howard Baker. Now, Ben Howard Baker was the, the really easy one. He was, was the very posh one. 1921, yeah. He played in a monocle, so, did you know that? <laughs> did he? <laughs> yeah. And, the pi- and a pipe. Don't you know? Hello, and you? a pipe. Yes. Hello. 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 Yes. Hello, I'm going to score yes, now. Yes, I'm going I to have. score. Yes, very good. <laughs> um, so, thank you, Chelsea Chatter. 
Did he get them all then? Has he got them in? Uh, I think there's. Uh, oh no, he's missed one out. I can see here. There's a couple <laughs> that he hasn't. <laughs> a couple he hasn't got. Shadow, we um, give you a few more minutes to get it right. Yeah. You're almost there, but <laughs> yeah. you're almost not there. So you have to go searching through the Liverpool Echo from 1836 That's to get right. the next one. He I think. Will, yeah. He will. yeah. Here's a clue. 1902, 1904 was mm. one you've missed out, and also, who else is there? 1905 to 1906. <laughs> And we have oh, did he? He didn't get um, the one we were talking about. Yeah, he got the wrestling had a headstone. Did he? At oh, okay. Cemetery. 1906, 1907. He hasn't got that one either. Yeah. To be fair, help, it's help really by, uh, the lovely Cliff and the Chelsea Supporters Trust. Yes. Going back over a hundred years for some of these, it's extraordinary. It's almost like a Spurs title. Isn't but it? you've seen all of them play, haven't you, Jonathan? All of them? Yes, all of them. Yes, of course. <laughs> Turning our attention to Chelsea's current crop of players, one person, Jonathan, who you were mentioning to me that you were particularly impressed by against Dinamo last night was Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Do you think he did enough to earn some inclusion against Everton, perhaps even from the start? No. <laughs> no. Uh, yes. Is that because he could never? Do you think there is no way he can break into Sarri's starting line At the line moment, up? he won't, no, unless there's an injury. But I think he'll come on uh, 50 minutes. He seems to be coming on earlier and earlier. So perhaps after a bit, he'll... Because um, he, he can't... He, it'll, it affects his philosophy. So perhaps he'll, he'll do a substitution after two minutes, eventually. Which is incredibly frustrating, because he's the only one capable of breaking beyond strikers. It gives us a real. He's got a very good quality where players bounce off him. He he's does something that looks slightly illegal, but he just seems to sort of lean into them. Yeah. And which Hazard can but do. He's got because he's so enormous. Sexy you skills, just think. You I think that must be a foul. Oh no, it's not. He's just somehow careered through. You know. He's probably the most physically imposing midfielder. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, yeah. Jorginho and Jor- um, Jorginho Kovacic are quite lightweight. He's yeah, the way he yeah. just can. Move it's a bullet-like quality yeah, to him, actually. Yeah, he's kind of like glides. He moves for the ball very effortlessly and gets into the box, which no one else does. So if we, what we're saying there is that Loftus-Cheek offers something that other Chelsea midfielders don't, yes. would you like to well, see you Sarri say, compromise? No, you, you say that, but Ross Barkley could offer that. OK, but uh, the, both of those no. two then, either of them, would yeah. you as fans like to see Sarri be a little less principled in terms of his philosophy and say, you know what, as a side playing in the Premier League rather than the Serie A we're lacking this and I'm going to try and introduce them from the beginning I know he did that a bit with Barkley towards the start of the season would you like to see Loftus-Cheek bring something a little different well, to I that think, midfield? I think on, on uh, uh, the past performances yes he should definitely do that and play him however there's still a question mark over his fitness and, yeah. um, I think that's, and his, that's his bad problem. back as well which I think is the problem yeah. this yeah. is why I don't think he's playing him because when he comes on he looks better and better I have to say I think he's just improved out of all proportion because there was a period last season when he just didn't look up to it whereas now I think he's beginning to actually uh, look the real deal dominate the midfield yeah, yeah yeah but no I don't think he'll get in but for those reasons I don't think he's fit enough I don't no. think he can last no. that but I think he's why well, I was being a bit facetious but I think actually ultimately the, the the more fit that he gets I think the earlier he'll contribute and if he means he needs to start he'll start but mm-hmm. um, I'm, once again I'm not sure that he still fits in with Sarri's view of well, how, because he, he runs with the ball a lot I don't know if you're supposed yeah. to do that you know, you're not. But where, you're where, not. where is Loftus-Cheek's position in respect to his coach yeah, where, we still where, don't know how do you solve a problem like Ruben yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. as opposed to Maria yeah I think he'll start with Barkley because I think one he was nowhere near the squad yeah. on Thursday, Thursday and 
the playing against your ex club. Yeah, but he yeah. played so dreadfully against them in the home game. Yeah, he, he actually so looked, he looked spooked. Yeah, by the yeah. experience. What kind <laughs> of reception on. do you think that Ross Barkley? Oh, they'll hate him non-stop. Bad. One that one greedy so and so is what they'll shout they out. They gave him a hard time at the bridge. They did. Yeah. They really did. That that phrase was chanted a lot. Um, I mean, obviously, it's it's hard to love a player who's left your club for another team, but is it not possible as a fan to look at what they did for you well, positively? Yeah, but that sounds reasonable, doesn't it? That <laughs> sounds quite normal <laughs> behaviour. Right, fans aren't like that most right. of the time. Frank Lampard, Man City against Chelsea, scores a goal. And was very respectful. Yeah, and, and the Chelsea fans respected to him. Peter Cech comes back, he gets great respect. Ashley Cole comes back. So it's about the manner Matter, in which Matter you comes Matter. back. Matter, why Matter's a hero? I mean, you know, we're losing the cup, cup game to Man United, and he gets clapped off the pitch. Yeah, Chelsea generally treat their ex-players really well, unless they do something like Gallus, which is a little bit stupid, or even or, Gus Poyet. Yeah, kisses or, the badge on when scores against. Yeah, but Chelsea. generally, I mean, that 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 <gasps> last kind of decade when Drogba came back with Gallas, that's all right. Now. Yeah, he got incredible reception. But with yeah, these yeah, Chelsea yeah. examples, I take your point absolutely but all of these guys did leave the club under quite good circumstances yeah. didn't they and if, if a Lampard say at the age of 27 Lampard had said sorry I'm off to Arsenal you might be a little less generous to him when he returns to, uh, I, don't, I really don't think so I mean I might be being naive mm-hmm. here but I, I genuinely think if they have done something special for us then even if they go to uh, the, the 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 team that plays in white in North London, that's that's completely unforgivable. Well, for example, but G- he, Gordon Dury yes. was somebody who we do not approve no. of. As if no. he said he wanted to move further north. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But so, so yeah. if if Didier Drogba, even at the end of his career, he's been this wonderful servant to Chelsea Football Club, yeah. scored a crucial goal in the Champions League final, won the penalty shootout with his yeah, final yeah, kick yeah, of the ball yeah. for the club he comes back from his 93rd spell in China as a 58 year old and signs for Tottenham Hotspur is that a problem no. or do you still love no, him? No because Ida Goodjonson yeah. signed for Tottenham yeah. and we, we still love Ida it was a bit past it when he did sign well that's, that's why we didn't care yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he also played for Barca didn't he sign for Queen's Park Rangers as well I don't know. He signed yeah. about 18 clubs when Good he came over. He doesn't really wait for anybody. Barcelona, Stoke City, Tottenham, and then he kind of went to India and around that sort of places. Well, talking of players who've played for multiple clubs, we're still looking for a couple of answers in our quiz. Which players played for both? Everton and Chelsea and it's good timing because on the line we have Chris Smith squawker journalist and Everton fan and from him in just a moment we'll be getting the opposition view this is love sport the opposition view on love sport It is that time of the Chelsea Fan Show where we go to the opposition and find out just how much of a threat they might pose. I'm delighted to say we're joined on the line by Chris Smith, who's a Squawker journalist and Everton fan. Good evening, Chris. Thanks very much for joining us. When you look ahead to the weekend and the prospect of Chelsea, do they worry you? um, Yeah, uh, I think with any Everton game, you're always a little bit worried um, because we do have this massive tendency to shoot ourselves in the foot um, <laughs> as I'm sure you all saw last week against Newcastle um, that said for some strange reason this, uh, even though we had that terrible result last week there's a weird underlying sense of optimism that we might actually fluke a point at, <laughs> at home um, just because of how we performed in the derby uh, the atmosphere that the fans generated there 
Don't you always raise your game, though, against Chelsea? Every time I've been to Goodison, it's always a very in intimidating atmosphere. Just, um, they always seem to play out of their skin against Chelsea. I mean, what, what's that down to? I never understand that. Have you any idea what that's about? Is there some uh, um, end between the two teams that I've missed somewhere? I, I wouldn't say there's like a, a direct rivalry or anything. I think just sometimes when sort of the... I say that, that some of the, the bigger clubs in the Premier League come to the, come to Goodison. Um, sometimes it, you just get them days where the fans are up for it, um, and I know it can be a bit of a cliche, but that 12th man attitude does seem to spill onto the pitch sometimes. I mean, I have seen some bad days at Goodison um, when Chelsea have been there. Like I was saying the, the three nil, three that you nil a couple of, yeah, three seasons ago, the three nil where the Smith completely quiet. No, no, not the name. Oh, yeah. When Petro Chelsea won, yeah. it was absolutely bizarre. I've never been. I've been to Goodison quite a lot, actually, and, I, I, and I've always been been really impressed by the atmosphere. But so, so to have all the fans absolutely quiet was so weird. I couldn't. I, uh, was that was that Kerman? I can't remember. Was it? Was he? Was he? Co yeah, Co 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 I think he was managing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, going to season, obviously, Mishari invested all that money. What were your expectations? I mean, did you think you'd be fighting for top top six, top four? I think by by this point now, I mean it's been a few years since the money come in. Um, yeah. I think we were really hoping to be challenging for Champions League places. Um, hopefully, try and get to like another couple of cup finals, maybe. But mm. um, for one reason or another, it just hasn't worked. I think a lot of fans have got their own theories about why it hasn't worked. Um, Has Walcott sort of, been playing well? No. <laughs> I mean, do, you, do you think Silver's yeah. a man for the job? I mean, because he, I mean, he's. I kind of think he's not a fraud. That's harsh, but I think he, he kind of did a good outcome with Hull and then as soon as you guys came calling us at Watford he sort of dropped them like they were hot I mean do you think he, he's the right man do you think he can take you to the next level um, I'll go against the entire Everton fan base and say I do think he is um, obviously he's coming under some heat at the moment um, I was going to ask that is that, is that becoming vocal at Goodison Park yet there, there's some there's some booing um there's some fans obviously you know, standing up and, and shouting what they want to shout um, I think I won't repeat here <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're a fan base that does get behind the team but at the same time if they're not happy they're very quick to let you know we, we were discussing Zuma earlier has he been he obviously won't be playing on Sunday Was um, has he been playing well do you think yeah um, I think out of all I mean we were really excited with some of the players we brought in the summer Um I think out of all of them, him or Lucas Dini is probably been the, the best too. Yeah. Um, like Dini looks really yeah. good player. When, when, yeah, you, yeah. When, when you played at Stamford Bridge, obviously Zuma couldn't play, and and Yerry Mina, he, he I think that was his first game for you, and he he played yeah. really well in that game. And I was also really impressed with Gomez. Um, so I'm quite surprised because you have I look, you know, you said you mentioned Dini. I'm glad you mentioned him because I couldn't pronounce his name. Um, <laughs> French for worthy. Did you is know that, that? I didn't know that. Lee Thank you, Jonathan. Lucas, sure, Lucas I'm sure yeah. Chris is. I've heard some creative attention from Evan. His brother's called. <laughs> his brother's called Wernigna. But I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. What, I mean, what do you? Uh, can you put your finger on what, what's really just not not clicking for you? I mean, obviously you'll, <laughs> you'll click on Sunday, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's tough. Um, I do think we really, really like a striker. Um, I know Richardson scored a few goals and he's been sort of shoehorned through the middle, but at times we're, we're 
endlessly recycling the ball. Um, he gets the likes of Gomez or Sigurdsson, and you know he's got that killer pass. They on, turn, on that lack of a striker, no Chris, how disappointed mm. have you been in Cenk Tosin? Because he was obviously in a lot of demand from various Premier League clubs. Chelsea uh, weren't linked. Newcastle certainly were. He'd scored a lot of goals in, mm. in Turkey, came in with a big price tag, and he has looked completely hopeless. Um, he started relatively well um, in his first half season. I think he scored five goals, which, um, considering how poor we were under Allardyce, was that was like Ronaldo West figures for us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I think this season he's really just he struggled. I don't think Silver's helped him because he's rotated in with Calvert Lewin a lot. Um, there's a big debate over which one's better. Personally, I prefer Tosin's hold up play to Calvert Lewin's, but. Calvert-Lewin's scoring the goals more at the moment, so which one do you pick? <laughs> How much are you affected by what's going on across the park? Was that you not? Was that not really, you know, with the, the, the Liverpool doing, you know, having a decent season? Does that mean does that have a, any kind of impact on the sort of the Evertonians or? Um, as much as we try and tell ourselves that it doesn't, it definitely does. Yeah. Um, we really don't want them to win it. <laughs> oh, good, nor do we. <laughs> yeah, got a lot of yeah, friends who are Liverpool fans and. I just couldn't take it if they yeah. were. I mean, what's the when's the state? They started building a new stadium yet, or is that still in the off? Obviously? No, the sort of the, the planning process is still coming along, yeah. and there's like some some leaked images that have come out and things like that. But uh, the the guy who's apparently designed it's been very vocal on Twitter about he's the guy who's doing it. So the process is moving along quite smoothly. Yeah. Chris, the person who's impressed me most for Everton so far this season is Sigurdsson. Do you see him as the key man, as the danger man from Chelsea's point of view, or should they be concerned about other avenues? I know that it's um, Theo Walcott's birthday, Theo Walcott coming up, as it's being called. <laughs> Will he be looking for a birthday goal? Um, I think he'd enjoy one against Chelsea, given his uh, given his Arsenal background. Um, but I do, I do agree with you that Sigurdsson's the, the one. I think if you're asking me who my my favourite Everton player is at the moment, I would go for Sigurdsson. Um, it does go a bit quiet sometimes, but he's got that moment of magic in him that not many players at our club do at the moment. Yeah. Of course, he may have the plan again, right, Silver, of um, of putting uh, Richarlison on um, on Jorginho and uh, mm. and not really attempting to play. It's unlikely to do that at home, but you never know. Um, that may mm. be the way that he feels it's the way to stop Chelsea playing. Mm -hmm. So it uh, it might yeah, be it might so, be a, so, another a war of attrition as it was against Wolves if he uh, thinks. Yeah, I mean so, sometimes oh. it, it, when you're on a bad run of form like we are at the moment. Um, I know we had a couple of results against Cardiff and Liverpool, but sometimes you just got to grind results out and get points on the board and start building confidence. I think. When we did it at Stamford Bridge, uh, it was Sigurdsson we used as a sort of a blocker um, to stop that pass to Jorginho. It really did work. Um, why not? Why not try it again? Because I think Sarri seems to be quite stubborn in using that route. Mm. There was a sense of frustration that the way you capitulated against Millwall when that was realistically a good, good chance for Everton to sort of get towards silverware. Was that? Mm. Yeah, don't talk about Millwall. <laughs> 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 um, no, uh, it it was it was. The height of embarrassment. Yeah. Um, I think the more frustrating thing since then, as well, is looking at the the root of their their draw since then. Um, it's been quite yeah. favourable. You um, could you could have Brighton at the weekend, Chris. 
Yeah, we could have easily flipped our way to a semi-final. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, a lot has yeah. been written about the relationship between uh, your coach and your star man in the form of Richarlison. Silver is obviously <laughs> the person who brought him into the club. Silver also was the person who brought him to the nation when he was at Watford. They're very, very close, very, very close-knit. And do you think that the Everton fans are perhaps playing this poorly in the sense that the same people booing Marco Silver are the very people praising Richarlison if one goes do you think the other will follow suit um, it's a bit of a tough question because um, one thing that stands out in fans is they very rarely have a loyalty to an individual player or manager so if Silva's not getting the results and they want him out if Richarlison wants to go as a result I think Everton fans regardless of his goals would be happy for him to, to go obviously provided they can get a replacement um, we're not sort of a fan base that all sort of banner behind one player. And from the Chelsea point of view, when you look at their squad, obviously Aiden Hazard is the most threatening player. Mm. But beyond that, who scares you? Um, not so much that he's an attacker, but N'Golo Kante. I just think he's an absolutely unbelievable footballer. Um, obviously, you're probably sick to death of hearing he should be playing in defensive midfield. Let's face it, he's a 10 out of 10 defensive midfielder is a nine and a half out of ten everywhere else so does it really matter that much um i think he is improving actually in that position yeah um, yeah I, I have watched three or four chelsea games i've covered a few as well um and the, the way he charges out with the ball and he's, the way he progresses the ball is unbelievable there's um, a brilliant ability to nick the ball from somebody we just don't yeah. think he's going to do it which actually makalele yeah. <laughs> originally but it's just this yeah yeah he, he, he almost as if he sort of lands on top of them and you think it must be a foul but no he just gets he gets the ball first yeah. it's just remarkable. yeah when you're watching it from the stands or on the, on the tv you, you're screaming he's, he's behind you and he's coming but <laughs> <laughs> it's like the world's worst so pantomime quick, yeah. so quick to get yeah He's so quick to get to you, though, that it's hard when you're down at pitch level. <laughs> well, Chris, I'm afraid I'm going to have to put you on the spot. Angolo Kante will be playing. Aiden Hazard will almost certainly feature as well. But what will the scoreline be? I'll be optimistic and go one off. Be optimistic and go one all. You heard it here first. Chris, thanks ever so much for joining thanks, us. Chris, Chris Smith is well a squawker journalist and, of course, an Evertonian. Coming up, we'll find exactly what our panel think of Everton's chances. Giving your team a voice. Love Sport Radio. This is Love Sport. You are listening to the Chelsea Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio. We were just hearing from Chris Smith, who's a squawker journalist and Everton fan. He reckons it will be one all at the weekend. I will be getting predictions from all of the panel around me in just a moment. But first, important business to attend to because there are two players from our quiz. That's two players who featured for both Chelsea and Everton who you haven't managed to guess. I'll We're going to give, give you some clues. Okay, come on. This, this player, he played for Chelsea, Queen's Park Rangers, Everton, and then finished his career in America where he's now coaching. Or was uh, coaching. And, and he ran a long, long way in yeah. Vienna. Yeah. Okay, and the, other one? the other player is a religious response to a sneeze. A religious response to a sneeze. He's yeah. also quite nippy. Yeah. So we he also had that ability to um, he'd lurk behind the goalkeeper, and the goalkeeper would put, would put the ball down to take a goal kick and not be spotted. And he wouldn't be spotted, and he'd then come around and kick the ball away after the goalkeeper put it down and put it into. Gary, it into remember when Gary Crosby did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Against yeah. Andy Dibble. Yeah, yeah. Did you see somebody did that this week? 
Did they uh, know that this week as well? Carlisle played somebody this week, and there was a guy lurking behind the goalkeeper. <laughs> I think it was Matt Notts County. People wanted to shout, he's behind you. And the Carlisle player was behind, the keeper just put the ball down and he ran around and it was on, uh, it's been on social media. Mm. Well, Chelsea won't be able to rely on that kind of sneaky, underhand behaviour at the weekend. It's in the laws, it's in the laws. It's, it's in the laws, but it's it, it can be allowed and be sneaky. Yeah, I Jonathan, agree, I but nonetheless, suggest. it's still, uh, you know, recognisable We, lo- we like sneakiness. We like sneakiness. No, no, it's in the laws. It's in the laws. It's in the laws. It's got my referee's voice on now. spirit of the game. I don't care, I don't care. It's still... It's still an allowable goal, you know. That's it. Assuming that Chelsea don't nick a goal in the laws or otherwise through perhaps less than conventional means, yeah. yep. how can Sarri best go about getting three points at the weekend? Um, oh, I wow. think just I think that we appear to be playing very well in the first twenty minutes uh, in every game. Um, need to score. I mean, yeah, need to score. Yeah. Need to get an early goal as they did last night. I think um, with Chelsea, if we score first, I'm much more confident we're going to win yeah, the match because yeah. we'll win by more. Because then they change the dynamic of the team; they have to come yeah, press us more. Absolutely. Then we can transition the quicker. Then yeah. We're actually decent at getting into 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 goal scoring positions when people aren't pressing us. Play yep. the youth. Yeah. To well, <laughs> this is this is the big question, and I know it's Twitter fervor, but. Hudson Odoi was impressive against Dinamo Kiev. Does he start? Does he feature? <laughs> um, he, no, he comes on later. He yeah. won't start. He'll come on after 87 minutes. On. He, uh, that's, that's his default. Well, Pedro's in the form. Pedro the Hazard and, and Higuain. 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 Well, play up. Well, uh, yeah. 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 There are slight questions about Higuain, suggestions yeah, of illness. And should it be Giroud? Even if Higuain is fit, he even if, if he's well. If, if you score a hat trick. If there's an opportunity because Higuain is slightly ill, I think he'll play Giroud. But even if Higuain isn't slightly ill, as a second striker, there is not a lot more you can do than score a hat trick. Well, perhaps in his eye, in his mind, in his stubborn mind, he's the second striker. What about a false line? Uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to play that no. anymore this season. Okay. So that would be Hazard operating as a yeah. But if and he did, you'd have Hazard playing. Then you could play... William and Pedro. Uh, no, yeah, he'll play William and Pedro and bring Hudson-Odoi on. Or he could play Hudson-Odoi from the beginning if he wasn't playing uh, um, a striker. Hudson, uh, Hudson-Odoi will be uh, best on the bench and he probably won't even get on. So, oh, we're um, seeing so the, the reason why it was hushed. We're seeing the goal that was being talked about, Carlisle, where the poor goalkeeper rolls the ball out in front of him to kick it long, and uh, the player appears from behind him and kicks the ball away. We also saw a glorious moment from Brentford versus Sheffield United. <laughs> of course, again, it didn't go all that well for Brentford, where Romain Sawyer approaches a fan who's got the ball after it went out for a throw-in and says, "Can I have it back, please?" The Sheffield United fan responds by attempting to kick the ball into orbit. He does so but it goes straight up in the air drops Romain Sawyers catches it says thank you very much and I'm sure nothing more offensive and than that and gets on with the game fell on his behind he did with his mate, amusement of his friend his mate roaring with laughter yeah. all the time that will be on DVDs for years to come that will be yeah. certainly for all of his family members uh, in terms of Chelsea Ampadu is he completely out of the running for Premier League action do you yeah. think yes. for the rest yeah. of this yeah. season completely yeah. it's, it's just uh, <laughs> It's a complete waste, to be honest. He should have gone on loan in December because yeah. if he wasn't going to use him, he should should have gone on loan. I mean, so Clayton, would you like to see him used in the Premier League? I can't see that we actually need him in the Premier League. Although in saying that, he would be a fantastic substitute because he can play full-back, centre-half, midfield, pretty much anywhere. I yeah, mean, he could put, so he could I do think a job it, up front. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's he probably could. Um, and it's it's just a bit of a waste, I think. I think it's a wasted opportunity. I mean, 
I don't like to badmouth our players, but David Sapacosta last night was possibly the only downside mm. of, of... I mean, he, he just... I mean, I feel very sorry for him because he doesn't play. And to come in and to try and play when you haven't played for months, I don't know the he last time... He doesn't play. But he, he was poor. Yeah. Against He's a, poor, a player. poor side. He's a poor player from yeah. the start. Where, from the very beginning. where did we sign him from? I can't remember. Was it Udinese in the case of Davide Zappacosta? I think he was a, a, a mid, mid-levelling Italian team, wasn't he? But, you know, and this it's is a great a, shame a, when you see him playing like that when you know that Ampadu could do Torino. just as well. Torino, Torino. Yeah. And I those false expectations that think Champions League goal in yeah, his yeah, first game, right. that false expectations. That's right. But that's what Chelsea was shopping in the pound shop because they didn't get anybody in that transfer window when yeah. all these last minute bargains. Well, it was Apicosta came in with David, uh, with David, <laughs> yeah. with Danny Drinkwater. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, but, th- but that was, that was again the club. Not supporting the manager, and I know it the was, manager. But he wanted to buy, if you remember. He wanted, he wanted to, to buy, buy Dan. Yeah. He wanted Keeling. I was up for signing. Up for yeah. signing yeah. Yeah. And he wanted to buy Bonucci, who yeah. in fact, and of course, are both still playing fantastically, even though well into their thirties. And you were talking earlier in the show about David Luiz's potential to play a raking fifty-yard pass. Yeah. Yeah, Bonucci yeah. can do that as well as anybody, yeah. and he would fit really nicely into that Sarri system. Especially well, three at the back. Yeah. He was supposed to fit into Conte's system. That's why um, Conte threw his Conte choice wanted. out of the plan. He wanted one of his three centre halves. Yeah, that's right. He wanted. Uh, he, whether that means that Dave wouldn't have been playing, which no, is they wouldn't have signed Dave, would they? David had maybe gone on, or okay, he would have been marginalised, which yeah, has been yeah, yeah, ironically done anyway. Yeah. You know, that, that's where he, he then dis- apparently uh, allegedly disappeared and turned his phone off. And um, uh, this is Conte we're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. This is where the whole thing broke slid down. into um, what we have now is the acrimonious lawsuit, allegedly. Is what yeah. <laughs> well, with that. Gary Cahill situation looking at the centre-halves is that a disappointment for well, you I, as Chelsea fans? I personally don't know why he didn't go at, at Christmas I don't know if, if he knew he wasn't going to be playing for the rest of the season offers, but they he did because they weren't good enough or because they couldn't pay his wages he went and he was had a look with Fulham, at the Fulham he? training ground yeah, yeah, and yeah. Didn't, didn't go there linked as well to Arsenal linked to Sheffield Wednesday which would I think no disrespect to them have been a step down he's been a very good servant for Chelsea oh, fantastic, fantastic. fantastic. I mean, oh, unbelievable wow. players won everything yeah Champions League quickest to win every single major trophy in history so is it a source of sadness for you to see his Chelsea career come to an end in a rather damp squib kind of way absolutely I mean he's been completely marginalised it's not as if he's sort of been on the subs bench and not got on he's just been left out of virtually every sc- I can't remember the last time I think he was on the bench a couple of times but yeah. that's it I mean he's obviously just t- taking the wages because every other club who wanted him offered him less money so, don't so blame him so he's going to stay yeah. until the summer well the, there is that but I no, mean but I think it's fair enough yeah. I don't think it's a good I mean I'm glad he didn't go to Arsenal because yeah. that would have strengthened a rival however you know, much well, is well, towards the end of his career. Offer him large amounts of money because they're always they're always their centre yeah. halves are a bit dubious. Yeah, and the Fulham thing. I think he w- he went there with Victor Moses, and I think they got a taxi. There was about three of them went over uh, and looked rounds Fulham. It's at Mottsburg Park, you know, the training ground. Yeah, with the I used to play cricket the there. wonderful it's Claudio. Got, it's got enormous um, gas. Meet op- gasometers there. Has it? Yeah, what well, used to like have blade yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. it's a, it's it's not as how can I put it? It's um not salubrious. Not as swish. Salubrious. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, where we where were you before? Oh, oh, very similar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I played football yeah. there a few times. Yeah. It, you know, Awful place. Yeah. Well, yeah. Victor's gone yeah. to Fenerbahce, hasn't he? Yeah. Nick? No. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it, it, it is a great shame with with Cahill because yeah. he he was. Is he still the club captain? Yeah. Laughably. 
don't know. It's it's just a very strange thing, and I, I just one of very many strange things club. that our manager has done or our club has done. Do you think that implies that Sarri perhaps doesn't quite? get it doesn't get Chelsea Football Club more broadly because you can not respect a player in terms of fitting into your plans but still respect his legacy respect him as a man and act in terms of leaving him out actually in pretty much the exact way Sarri has done but just with a little more decency well we don't know what happens there he may be club captain he may be um, as club captain he's he's representing the club perfectly on the within training he may may be getting on very well with everybody I'm sure he's behaving he very just, well. He isn't going to, but yeah, but he's not just not going to select, not going to select him. But do you but not have so a duty when you come into a club if you if a player really is in your plans at all to make that very very clear? Not just. It's, just, it's actually. Has. I mean, you make an absolutely brilliant point and blogging all season and tweeting all season. I think that's a great point. I don't actually think Sarri gets Chelsea. No, I really don't. I mean that that. But does he have to get Chelsea? Yeah, yeah. Yes. He's do. manager of Chelsea. You think about Conte. Conte just Conte got Chelsea. He wants to play thirteen players, and he's going to do it. <laughs> I mean, that aspect of it, he doesn't look need at, look, to look at to put change. players in Cahill because he's no, got a history with the club. Perhaps the whole apathy in the crowd, the whole sort of apathy towards this season and the performances and the. You know, because you were talking about it on Monday, about how, how flat it was on Sunday. Yeah. Conte's you know, first game, West Ham, last minute winner, into the crowd, he got yeah. Chelsea. But and, and, and the whole Sarri thing, maybe there's something in that. Sarri doesn't get Chelsea, perhaps, but he will certainly be looking for three points. I need just a scoreline from all of you as a prediction. And, and then the competition, quickly. OK. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. haven't got time for the competition. We two need one. the scorelines. 2-1 Chelsea. 0-0. Nil, nil. Nil nil and one one. one. Ben what? Howard Baker, Ross Buckley, Jack Cox, Hamilton, Park Hughes, Jack Kerman, Bobby Laverick, Tommy. Lawton, Join us next Robert time Cooper, on the Tom Chelsea Tom Fan Show. This is Love Sport. It's the ninetieth minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 